Hello and welcome to the Moncast. My name's Sam. And my name's Stevie. And today we are doing a summary of season one of Digimon and half of Pokemon because Pokemon is a thousand episodes long. It's time for some admon. Administration across the nation. This is the theme song. It's not very long. We're not going to be doing that in season two. You cannot stop me. Because there's a theme song for season two. What? 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 So yeah, admon. Get on the admon. So first of all, from May, we have... Now that you're finished with season one of Digimon and Pokemon, how many episodes are just filler in each? Funny you should ask that question, May, because we've spent the last, what, 20 minutes going through each and every episode and saying what's filler and not filler. And by we, you mean I did, basically. By we, I mean I sat there and flicked through my phone looking for a ribbon from your name whilst you spoke at me about the filler episodes. So, I counted an episode of Pokemon as not filler if anyone from Ash and Coco or Pokemon, any new characters that were actually important were introduced or if any Pokemon evolved, or if a gym badge was gained. And overall, I came up with 30 filler episodes. With Digimon, I counted it as a filler episode if there were no new Digivolutions, no new main characters, no new villains, no villains defeated, and I came out with 17 filler episodes of Digimon. So it's almost, for every one episode of Digimon filler, we get two episodes of Pokemon filler. Pretty much. I mean, for Digimon, which is a plot-heavy show, like, like there, there are constant arcs and, and things happening. Like, like with Pokemon, it's kind of a bit easy-breezy. You can add a lot of episodes in, which they did because of 30 filler episodes. With Digimon, I don't think you could have got away with that. But even that, like 17, is a, that's still a lot of filler. It's like just over a quarter. Would you list off a couple of those episodes, actually? Some filler episodes. I can tell you, like, the closest thing that wasn't a filler episode, but basically was. Like, Clefairy and the Moonstone isn't a filler episode because Brock caught a Zubat, and that's the only reason. Okay. Some other filler episodes of Pokemon. Like, the first one in Pokemon is the Path to the Pokemon League, which was the one with the awful fake gym. Oh, with Sandshrew. The person that was torturing his Pokemon. AJ. I still hated Ashmore in that episode. And then there was the School of Hard Knocks. And then there was the whole shipwreck arc, which had nothing happen in it. Yeah, that was filler, but I think that was quite interesting. It was a continuation of a small story arc, and I liked it, even though it was filler. But even then, at the end of it, like nothing happened, nothing was gained. You could cut that entire segment out and, and nothing nothing would have been different. You could maybe say Pokemon Shipwreck isn't because we learned about trading. Just mentioning a mechanic isn't isn't a, a way of excusing it for filler. Let's see what other fun filler episodes there are. There's Hypno's Nap Time. Do you remember that one? Is that the one where the kids get stolen? That one was great. Pokemon Fashion Flash as well. I can't even remember what happened in that one. There's just Misty with a dumb face. That's the one where Team Rocket create their own little boutique. But why? Because they had to do something. And apparently that episode won. <laughs> I don't know how. What was it against? What episode number was that? It was against Sora's Crest of Love, which I think we said was pretty bad because it just failed to really 
do anything with Sora. Didn't it have a lot of evolutions? Probably. I feel like it had lots of evolutions. Sora's Crest of Love wasn't that good. I'm just looking at some of the more notable ones. Oh, one of the most notable filler episodes of Pokemon is Pikachu's Goodbye. What the emotional journey that was supposed to be. The entire episode where we don't get rid of Pikachu, but we pretend that we have. That was inconsequential mess. I think my favourite filler episode, though, is Holy Matrimony. Is that the one with James? Yeah. That one was just a really great filler episode. Yeah, actually, that was quite good, because Ash wasn't really in there. It was super interesting. Oh, and one more filler episode I want to mention is Bulbasaur's Mysterious Garden. The one where Bulbasaur doesn't evolve for no reason. What about Digimon? What filler episodes have we got from that? Well, after Devimon's introduced, there's four episodes in a row where pretty much nothing happens. Is that where they're separated? Yeah, but they're all just split up. I mean, the plot does advance a little bit, but then, like, that whole bit didn't need to happen. There are quite a few filler episodes in the real world arc where practically nothing happened. Like, out on the town with Gatsumon and Pumpkinman. Introduce a character, kill a character, there's your episode. Other ones are almost home free, because they just arrive back in the real world and don't accomplish anything. And then in the Dark Masters arc, there's a few episodes I've counted because it's just part of the arcs where they don't manage to kill anyone or do anything. Like Trash Day, or Playing Games, I've counted as a filler episode. Even though it was really good, it was still filler. That's probably the best filler episode in the series of Digimon. What, Playing Games? Even then, it was still a very good episode. Like, I think Digimon's filler episodes aren't as bad. I mean, stuff still happens, it's just... Like, one of my favourite episodes is Home Away From Home, and that's not strictly filler, because we meet Kari, but still a lot of nothing, and I really like that episode. And then you compare it to Pikachu's Goodbye. Pikachu's Goodbye is a whole episode of, oh, is he going to get rid of him? He's going to get rid of him. He's going now. He's bye, 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 bye. Last second. Oh, no, wait, he's back. So that n- none of that needed to happen. It's just Ash emotionally abusing his Pikachu. Pikachu's like, nah, nah, Ash. You're an idiot. I think one major difference, though, is how it's distributed. Because Pokemon has a massive chunk of filler, basically, in the second half of what we watched. Whereas Digimon's is very spread out through all of the arcs. The last episode of Pokemon where he got a badge was the Ninja Poke Showdown, which was 22 episodes ago. That's half a season ago, pretty much. Could you imagine having, like, 22 episodes where we don't get a crest? Or defeat a Dark Master. Yeah, I think that's enough discussion of how much is filler. Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of Pokemon, not so much of Digimon, but still a reasonable amount. So let's carry on with the administration. Still May says, I'm a little slow, but I just noticed how the bad guys in Digimon are much more menacing than in Pokemon. Who are comic relief. I think Admon's going to be a bit longer this time because I think it's these are more topics, like discussion topics, which is cool. So we may forget that it's the end of Admon or something, or it may go on for a long time, but it's still good. I think overall, the concepts of both shows are somewhat different, where in Digimon, it's world ending and disaster and death, whilst in Pokemon, it's collect these little monsters, put them in your pocket and whimsy. Because the biggest threat you can really give to a show where you have to collect them all is someone taking away things from your collection which is what Team Rocket tried to do. And with Digimon going into this fantasy world, you can have the option of death and still have a whimsical show, if that makes sense. Because the kids don't physically fight themselves, they don't have to really deal with that as an option. But what they do with the Digimon is if they do get defeated, they get reborn. So it it takes some of the sting out of fighting. Sure, it, it is a problem, but at least in season one, there's no permadeath, really. 
apart from extreme circumstances. There's much more at stake in Digimon. Literally two worlds. The fate of two worlds, instead of the fate of a doll collection. With Pokemon, it's not even like an entire world's at stake. At best, it's a town, or a shopping centre, or this one Pokemon here. This is the guy that we must save this episode. Also, the villain in Pokemon is pretty much the same thing. It isn't really a massive villain, it's just Team Rocket. Whilst Digimon, there is a villain, it gets defeated, and it's that boss rush thing where you defeat this villain, then an episode later, the next villain turns up and they are stronger, and then you've got to keep building up and up and up. Pokemon's just level all the way through, because it's always just Team Rocket. Carrying on, going on to, I can't really know who says, Hey, 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 your latest episode is only 30 minutes long and ends midway through the Pokemon chat. Yeah. SoundCloud doesn't like us at the moment, and we're not sure why. We try and upload an episode, and at like the 30 minute mark, it's done it twice, but I kept an eye on it the fir- on the second time. What it does is it gets to about 30 minutes, and for some reason it gets bored of uploading an episode stops. It's weird. For no reason. <laughs> I think the second time it happens because we were uploading episodes at the same time. That might have been it. I'm hoping it doesn't do it again with this one, because if it does, then it'll be a problem, and I'll have to contact SoundCloud. But yeah, it doesn't like us doing anything at all apart from sitting there and watching the episode upload. But it's fixed now. That was episode 53, I think. So we fixed that a while ago now. And then going back to May, it says, what happened in the latest episode? It just sort of finishes mid-discussion. This is how we know who our biggest fans are, because they're the ones that tell us when things are going wrong. So yeah, thank you for letting us know, May. But at that point, we'd already fixed it. It's good that people are keeping tabs on us to make sure we're doing it properly. Yeah, it's good that we have people that listen really quickly, because it means that we're doing a good job and people are enjoying it and want to listen to it. I wouldn't say we're doing a good job, I'd say we're we're doing a job. (laughs) And again, this isn't a job, it doesn't feel like a job, it feels like a fun thing. It is fun. Editing feels like a job, but still. The actual recording bit's more fun. Next thing's from May again. It says, Stevie made me think about Greymon's knees. I'm really sorry. You can never look at Greymon the same way again. The new figures, statues, collectible thing i don't know what whatever you'd call them i'd just call them figurines that's the one figurines the Greymon one me and may are both getting them because we're weebs or super fans or we have a certain level of expendable income seeing it in 3d it's a bit weird in super detail you can really see Greymon's knees they're, they're kind of knobbly and super visible that's like the second reason why i'm not getting it i'm not getting it because i'm poor which seems like a, a more important reason <laughs> it's like a hundred dollars but it's a big figure. Yeah, it's about a foot tall. To be fair, I haven't bought any of the other ones because I'm a bit like, eh, I'm not bothered. But Greymon, I'm a massive fan of Greymon. So when I get it, the little tie figurine that it comes with is being slowly removed and put into a box somewhere. And then the Greymon is being put on display somewhere. What else have we got? We have a massive conversation with all the other Digi podcast people. About how many there are, because there's a lot. There is a lot. That all do different things. Some of us do similar things. Like, what? Like, watch Digimon? <laughs> well, yeah, we all, well, a lot of us watch Digimon, but we don't just watch it. For example, we do half Pokemon, half Digimon. Awesome Translation Mon does two episodes a week in Japanese and English. Probably just do arcs. Well, that's still just covering different amounts per episode. It's all, so it's all different enough. Yeah, there's lots of us with twists. Any more, Admon? Yes, I put out some polls for the end of the series to see what people thought, and I have the results here. So the first question was, which did you prefer this season, Digimon Adventure or Pokemon Indigo League? We got 11 votes, 
it was 82% to Digimon, 18% to Pokemon. So I should clarify now that we're very aware that most of our listeners are probably Digimon fans sent over from Lost in Translation Mon and Podigious. So Reese's results will be incredibly biased. In our defense, Digimon is also more entertaining than Pokemon. No, Pokemon's more entertaining, but Digimon is better. Uh, okay. I think Digimon's more of a, you can sit down and binge watch 10 episodes and enjoy an arc. Pokemon, you can just jump in at a random time in a season and you won't need to know too much backstory. Pokemon's a fun little thing. I think you're right, yeah. I think Pokemon is more enjoyable as things, but Digimon, I think I enjoy more because I like the story more because it's got more stakes to it. I find Pokemon funnier, though. It makes me laugh more. It doesn't rely on puns as much as Digimon does. Yeah, the comedy is much better in Pokemon. Anyway, next poll. What's your favourite character this season from Pokemon or Digimon? We had eight votes, and all of them were for Digimon. So, apparently no one's favourite character was in Pokemon. Well, to be fair, you've only really got Jesse and James to go off. Yeah, they are really good. But in Digimon, you've got eight main characters to choose from, so you're bound to have a favourite in there already. Well, if you count regular cast you've got the kids and the digimon and then in pokemon you've got well five people because you've got jesse and james maybe meowth and then you've got brock ash and misty and misty's the best one of those three so yeah definitely should we say what our favorite characters were well i was going to talk about it later but since we're kind of this is more of a loose discussion and we don't really need to segment ourselves yeah so who was your favorite character in each one okay favorite character in pokemon would have to be james i was about to say james as well (laughs) You've got to pick someone out of Team Rocket, because they're the only ones that I consistently liked. Like, I really like Misty. I think Misty's fantastic. But Jesse and James have given us the most laughs, and James's costume changes and the drama and flair he puts into everything and the commitment he has to any bits that he does is is good. There's so many memorable moments with James, just like with, with the whole Magikarp Gyarados thing. That was good. And he did give us the best filler episode with Holy Matrimony. He's got an interesting backstory. Meanwhile, we've had Jessie's that she went to a nursing school for Chansey, which isn't as good as from an insanely rich family, but doesn't want to be insanely rich, so runs away. But then we've also had backstory of like them being in a bike gang and stuff. Oh, that was good. So they're both good, but I think James has given us more to work with. Yeah, James is just funnier in general, I think. They're still both funny characters, but James is just extreme. <laughs> yeah, he's he's brilliant. Digimon? This is tougher, because there's eight of them. And also their partners. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not counting the monsters in this one, because there's another question about favourite monsters in the seasons. So, just going off of the human people. Ooh, it's tough. There's less to work with, though, with all of them, because there's uh, a bigger cast. Yeah, they all get less time individually. My gut instinct is to say Ty, but that's probably because he's had like his own arc and he had Home Away From Home and he's had more development. But I kind of want to say it's Joe or Mimi, or even Izzy's quite good. I'm going to say Mimi, because if you look at her in the first episode when she's all scared, she's scared of everything that's happening around her, she doesn't want to be a part of it. And then you go to the end and you see her essentially building an army. Her personality doesn't change. Like She's always been into shoes and fashion and, and, and the finer things in life. Even in the first episode, she talks about how she just want her hair messed up and stuff. And then like in the last episodes, she's still talking about that stuff, but it's the way she handles the situation has changed. So she hasn't matured in a sense that she's her tastes and interests have become different. She's matured in a way that's like how she handles a situation. She doesn't cut herself out of it or hide. She now tackles the situation head on and finds a solution, which I like. 
I don't think I can pick Mimi personally, just because of how annoying she was near the start of the season. Understandable. All of her episodes seem to have been crossed with Numamon, which was quite disappointing. But I'm going to say my favourite character was Izzy, because I can relate to him quite a lot. Just a smart, quiet kid. Just does his best in the corner. Tries to help everyone out. And the arc in the real world had a lot about Izzy that I really enjoyed watching. He comes up with a lot of solutions whenever there's problems. He is the problem solver in the group. He's the whiz kid. He also has the best shoes. Does he? They're like purple with lightning bolts on them. I prefer Misty's shoes because they are red with lightning bolts on them. They're just converse, basically. But next question. What's your favourite monster this season from Pokemon or Digimon? We had nine votes. 56% to Digimon. 44% to Pokemon. So Digimon just scraped the win on this question. But that's understandable because even though we've got a bigger cast in Digimon, we've still had a lot of Pokemon. And I think... Pokemon gets its monsters right. It does them really well most of the time. There's lots of energy put into them. And they're very lifelike. Like Pikachu. Pikachu's so good in Pokemon. Whereas the Digimon quite often just feel like they are tagged on to the humans. They still don't move as much because there's a lot of stock footage of them attacking. And if it's not them attacking, they'll be um, stood still. Yeah, they don't do anything outside of battle. Apart from the rare instance where you have like Gabumon and Matt. But Pokemon, when they're not in a battle, the Pokemon will be doing things. Like Pikachu will be playing with Togepi. Or he'll be messing around with Ash's hat. Okay, so what was your favourite Pokemon? Do you even have to ask? <laughs> it's going to be Pikachu, because there isn't much else you can go on. No, Butterfree. Oh, okay. Because Butterfree's always been my favourite. I was going to say, like, because I, I can't really pick Cubone because he was in maybe two episodes as not an important character. Butterfree was in like 10 episodes maybe before they got sent off. I like Butterfree a lot. Like they can still be your favourite monster from the season without being a significant monster in it. Well mine's Pikachu because it gets the most personality and it's really cute and it likes Misty more than Ash in my head and will help Misty whenever he can. Yeah Pikachu is really good. Pikachu is the better half of Ash and Pikachu and Ash is the worst half of every combination that Ash has ever been in. What's your favourite Digimon Apart from the obvious. Apart from Patamon. Apart from Patamon. Okay, well, apart from Patamon, because I just love Patamon. I'll say Gomamon. He's sassy. He is sassy. And I like his Digivolution line as well. Just becomes bigger transportation for everyone across the ocean. Mine, apart from Greymon, because that's an obvious answer. I quite like Etamon, because he's really weird. I also like Piedmon, because he was the biggest threat they had. Because he was kind of a psycho. <laughs> like, he enjoyed trying to kill the kids. Not as not seeing them as an obstacle, he sees them as a plaything. But not in the same way that Puppetmon does. Puppetmon sees them as, like, innocent playthings. Piedmon sees them as things that he can play with to harm, intentionally. And he's also a giant clown, which is scary. I do like Piedmon a lot. I'm going to say, if not Greymon, then Piedmon, who used to be one of my least favourite Dark Masters. I used to really like Machine Dramon, Metal Seed Dramon, Piedmon, then Puppetmon. But now it's like Puppetmon, Machine Dramon, Piedmon, Metal Seed Dramon. Now it's like Puppetmon, Piedmon, Piedmon, Puppetmon, Metal Seed Dramon, Machine Dramon, Puppetmon, Piedmon, 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 Puppetmon, Machine Dramon, Metal Seed Dramon, Scorpiomon, Piedmon, Puppetmon. Okay, next question was, what's your favourite episode this season from Pokemon or from Digimon? We got eight votes on this one. And it was split 50-50, which is really interesting. Basically means that when they reached the, the best episodes in people's opinions, they were like relatively equal in quality. Like, none of them has an absolute best episode overall. 
according to these results. The important question is, though, what was your favourite Digimon episode? <laughs> I haven't even thought about that. Well, you've got to answer it for both. I really like Home Away From Home because it's the quiet pause, but I think that's a lot of people's favourite. But I'm not going to try and be different because I do like it, so I'd, I'm happy to say I like it. I feel like yours might be like <laughs> anything involving Patamon. I was considering Digibaby Boom, but I'm going to say The Legend of the Digidestined. Which is that one? It's the one where they go and take on Devimon and Patamon of Digivolves for the first time, and it's the end of that arc. And the main reason I'm picking it is because I have massive nostalgia for that episode. Because when I was younger, I had volumes 1, 2, and 5 of Digimon. So I was missing out like half of the first arc. But volume 5 started with the last episode of the arc which was The Legend of the Digidestined. So I've watched it so many times. And it's just a really good episode where you find out what the Digidestined are and all of them Digivolve to Champion and take on Devimon. And then Patamon Digivolves and then Angemon Guilt Trips TK. I'll come back, TK, if you want me to. Oh no, I'm not coming back. I guess it didn't love me that much. It's such a good episode. So yeah, I'm saying that one was my favourite. So now we have to say our favourite episodes of Pokemon. Mine would be should i say mine while you think yes i'm going to say island of the giant pokemon because it's the most hilarious episode of pokemon i've seen there's something so incredibly amusing about just seeing the pokemon talk with subtitles yeah yeah it's it's good it just highlights how stupid it absolutely is i should watch it again it is so funny have you picked an episode yet i don't know you've got 54 to choose from just don't say bye bye butterfree or i will hit you i'm not gonna say that if anyone's favorite episode is bye bye butterfree you should die also we're not doing death threats on this thing oh i'm not threatening anyone i'm just telling them that they should die that's awful you shouldn't say that butterfree had to go away sam butterfree went to live on a farm there's a reason that episode is called Bye Bye Bitterfree. I can't really think of an episode that stands out to me. None of them. None at all. How about the Kangaskhan Kid? You really liked that one, didn't you? How about the Punchy Pokemon? That one was great. Or Pikachu's Goodbye. Or March of the Executor Squad. I kind of liked the one with Lieutenant Surge. Electric Shock Showdown. Yeah. That was probably the best Jim Battle episode we had. It was a nice moment for Ash and Pikachu where they're discussing the possibility of Pikachu evolving and them deciding they didn't need to. That felt better than Bye Bye Pikachu or whatever it's called. That felt so written in, but with this and them discussing Pikachu maybe evolving, it felt like it was plot relevant. Is 100% the best gym battle we had. I definitely think that might be the best, my favourite episode. I think it's the only one that we saw him win legitimately. Brock Sprinklers came on, Misty, Team Rocket intervened, Sabrina Haunter intervened. Erica, there was a fire. And then Ninja Poker Showdown, I think he might have won that one legitimately, actually. So that's only two gym badges that he's actually properly won. The rest he was gifted for doing good deeds. So your favourite episode was Electric Shock Showdown? Yeah, or the St. Anne arc. I quite like that. <laughs> Should we both just say Island of the Giant Pokemon? Is the epitome of what a Pokemon episode can be. It's got to be that arc, not by themselves, because if you take the episode by themselves, they're not very good. But if you take them as a, a short story... It's quite entertaining. But as a standalone episode, I do think Lieutenant Surge's episode's good. So, on to the last poll now, which was, which leader did you prefer this season? Ash or Ty? We had nine votes. 100% of them were for Ty. Mm, well, he was the leader. Ash isn't really a leader. He's just supposed to be the main character. It is Ash and Co. He is the leader. And nobody preferred him over Ty. That's because he's not a leader. It's because he sucks. He's bad. He's the worst. 
He's the worst main character in anything, ever. I hated him so much in so many episodes. He just made bad decisions. Or he made decisions that went outside of the laws of Pokemon and still won. He somehow succeeded despite how stupid he was. And he just took us all over the continent. Or the region. On this wild journey where he did nothing. And he used none of his Pokemon except for Pikachu. Or Bulbasaur. Have you noticed how, like, his fallback Pokemon is to use using Vine Whip or Razor Leaf? Always Bulbasaur. There's so many reasons to not like Ash. Like, he has a Pidgeotto. Do you remember that? Do you remember the time he has a Pidgeotto? Yeah, he's used it maybe three times. He's probably used Pidgeotto more than Brock has used his Zubat, though. Who I think was caught one episode... And then maybe used once. And only ever comes out now when they're going, look at all the Pokemon we have. Which happens way too often in filler episodes. I think you need to go and find all the Pokemon he lets go in season one. Well, we know that he left behind Primeape and Butterfree. And almost Pikachu, as you remind us at the end of every single episode. Who else does he get rid of? Doesn't say anything about Ash leaving any more Pokemon in the Kanto region. But there might be some in Orange Islands. Oh yeah, in the Orange Islands, Pidgeotto evolves into Pidgeot and gets released in the same episode. Oh, Ash also catches a Lapras that I know he gets rid of at some point. Do you know the Sparrow which attack him in episode 1? They end up getting a Pharaoh as a leader and they're attacking Pidgey and stuff and Pidgeotto evolves into Pidgeot to protect them. And Ash is like, I'll leave you here to protect them and then I'll come back one day and he doesn't come back. Why does he always get rid of his Pokemon when they become stronger? Yeah, he also gets rid of Charizard. Yeah, well, he can't handle Charizard. Well, there's an episode which we will miss, but Charizard nearly dies because somebody uses a Poliwrath against him and it squirts water, like, directly at his tail. And Ash spends, like, an entire night fanning the flame, like, Charizard's flame. Oh, it's just like that last episode where he caught Charmander. Pretty much. But that's when Charizard gets respect for him because he basically stays awake the entire night just to make sure that his tail doesn't go out and he dies. So, yeah, Ash gets respect from Charizard for that. But then he just leaves him at like a, a dragon sanctuary, like a Charizard sanctuary. I'm certain there's like a film later on where Ash returns to that sanctuary though to get his Charizard. Yeah, I think there is. I remember that. Some cliffs or something. But anyway, what, why do we like Ty more than Ash? What's good about Ty? He actually has development and personal struggle. And instead of catching more Digimon, he just has the one Digimon that he becomes attached to. So we don't mind it when he doesn't catch more. Ash isn't good enough. We've said it before several times that Team Rocket are the best part of Pokemon. And watching a season about them would be so much better than ash because he's garbage he doesn't learn anything he doesn't develop from anything he just wants to fight he forgets things from past episodes ash makes me sad he makes me sad also we've gone through all the polls now is that admon done now then yes that is technically admon done okay well we're gonna bleed it into the main stuff anyway because we haven't really got segments for this this is more just we have questions and stuff to talk about but there's no strict segments Apart from your stats, because you have an entire section for stats. What's your least favourite episodes, then? My least favourite episode of Pokemon. Mine is fully the Kangaskhan Kid. Yeah, you hated that one so much. So much. So much. I think my least favourite is between the Path to the Pokemon League and Bye Bye Butterfree, because they are both awful episodes. Both of them make me hate Ash. Yeah, I think my close second would be Pikachu's Goodbye, because it... It is just supposed to make you feel sad, but doesn't do anything. Because you know he's not going to Pikachu, because that's never going to happen. I'm going to say Bye Bye Butterfree was my least favourite, because it made me hate not just Ash, but also the writers of the entire show, which is some feat to make me hate the creators of the show. You were really salty from that one, though, because that's like one of your favourite characters just gone for no reason other than 
it's his time to go. Butterfree's not cool enough, so let's write up some excuse to get rid of him forever. We'll see you again at some point in the future, Asterix. We'll never see Butterfree again. We'll never see Primeape again. So many Pokemon just gone for no reason. What was your favourite arc? Now with Digimon it's easier, but with Pokemon I'm going to say an arc can be a cluster. Like, from mine's going to be the Shipwreck one. It's so like a group of three episodes. Yeah. You could even say, like, James's arc. Like, ep- episodes that focus on James or anything like that. Or maybe, like, Squirtle's episodes or... I'm going to assume yours is going to be the Butterfree stuff. So from, like, Viridian Forest. It'll just be the start of the series, because that was where we had the least filler. The most stuff happened. He got gym badges regularly, and he caught Pokemon regularly, and it set a good pace, and then it stopped. <laughs> I don't know whether you would agree with me or not on this, but all the stuff up till when they get on the boat is good. And then when they get off the boat, like after they, they leave the island of giant Pokemon, it just becomes filler and not very good. Yeah, it's up till Electric Shock Showdown is really good. And I really enjoyed watching most of those apart from Path to the Pokemon League because that's the worst filler episode. But then we get on the boat and I like the boat as, a, as, a, as an arc. And then we have the island of giant Pokemon, which is really weird, but really cool. And then after that, we just had... Beauty and the Beach. We had weird stuff. As in, like, non-consequential filler. And then Pokemon stuck with that. It got worse and worse. And then Digimon, what's your favourite arc out of that one? We also need to pick a least favourite episode from Digimon. We do? Yeah, we haven't picked one. Oh, we haven't, have we? Biased. Whoops. Okay, my least favourite Digimon one would probably be... The one with Wizardmon dying, because it was a bit meh. It felt forced, like they tried to throw in this character and go, oh, here's this backstory, now you care about him, oh, he's gone. Like, okay, I didn't really care. And no one seems to care the next episode. Okay, my least favourite episode of Digimon. Trash Day, it's the one where Matt talks to a tree and decides that he wants to kill Ty. Oh, Okay, that would also be my least favourite as well. They just somehow get to the point where Matt wants to kill Ty. I don't know how. Isn't that where they're fighting the garbage mon and then Matt's doing his own thing? Matt's chatting with Cherrymon. And you hated him for some reason. You just hated Cherrymon's puns, but I was okay with it. Okay, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. That one's my least favourite. What was my one before that now? Completely forgot. Wizardmon's gift. That's the one. Yeah, no, okay, that one's... We get onto one mon. That's better than, than Matt being all like, oh yeah, I don't know what to do with my friendship things. I have some friend issues. Now let's kill my friends. That's not a normal thought process, Matt. Do you want to hear something really interesting, though? Yes. That episode still won, because it was against Attack of the Prehistoric Pokemon. I think I let you have that win, though. There were a fair few from this season that have been like, I can't debate this, I don't care, just let, let's let you win. There are quite a few where I'm like, but... There are some episodes that, looking back, I don't understand how I managed to argue that they should win, or why I even thought they should win. You made those decisions at the time. So you have to live with them. The final score did come out at 28-26 Digimon, so it was very close throughout the whole thing. I think the biggest gap we had in score was three episodes of difference. So it's always been very close. Okay, what was your favourite arc then from Digimon? I think I might have the same answer to you if I think it, if it's going to be what I think it is. The nostalgia in me says the first arc. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But the Dark Masters arc is probably my favourite. Looking at all of them, it has the most in it that happens and i like the villains and it's definitely the most serious arc out of all of them i still like the first one i think there is a lot of nostalgia there though yeah the first arc's the one that i had on tape but that's before they get it all complicated with crests and prophecies and the human world and myotis man 
we should talk about the villains. Who is your favourite villain in Digimon? Oh, you can't really have one in Pokemon, because there's only Team Rocket. Piedmon? I'm sure I said Piedmon before. Yeah, you probably did. Well, that was like favourite monster, so I'm guessing that makes him by default your favourite villain as well. My favourite villain, I'm going to say, was Etamon, because he's funny. He was quite silly, though, and he wasn't really out to get the kids. They just happen to be there. Etamon is the Team Rocket of Digimon. Yeah, I can see that. He claims to be evil, but really he's just silly and messes up a lot. I suppose for Pokemon, we could say what our favourite gym leaders were. Oh, yeah. I suppose, uh, Misty. I'm still not sure if she was technically a gym leader or not. Like, she kind of is, but I guess you can count it, because they did have a gym battle. Lieutenant Surge. The chin leader. The chin leader. <laughs> That's all I can remember about him, is he had a big chin. I wish we knew more about the Pokemon war that he supposedly fought in. That'd be interesting, if that came up through some of the episodes. Just more war veterans or people talking about back in the day when there was war. I think I'd say my favourite gym leader was Sabrina. Sabrina had a memorable arc to her gym battle. I think I know what your favourite gym leader would be if you saw all of the gym leaders. It'd probably be the last one. Why is that? Oh, it's Giovanni, isn't it? No. Oh, is it different in the anime? Well, no, it's not, but this plot stuff happens. So, the eighth gym battle takes place right about the time when Mewtwo breaks out in the movie. So Giovanni has to go and deal with that. So he leaves some people in charge of the gym. Is it Team Rocket? It's Team Rocket. Oh my god, that's amazing. So yeah, I would highly recommend going to watch those, I think it's two episodes, but I highly recommend going to watch the episodes where Team Rocket are the gym leaders of Viridian City Gym. Those sound like good episodes. I think it's called... Gym Battle for the Earth Badge. Oh, what a inventive name that is. 63rd episode. So we were like nine episodes away from that. So in the next nine episodes, Ash is going to get two gym badges. Whereas in the last 22, he's had none. The pacing's all wrong. This sounds like such a good episode, actually. Because Gary's in it. Gary's the best. It's after to get his final badge as well. He fights the gym leader and we see him have a good fight. But then... If he loses to Team Rocket. He fights Giovanni. And then, like... He fights with a golem and a kingler, I think. And then Gary's using Nido King and Arcanine. Those aren't type effective. And then Giovanni gets Mewtwo to come out and use his psychic and defeats Arcanine. And then Gary tries to scan it and it comes out with static on the Pokedex. And then Giovanni offers Gary to use more than one Pokemon. So Gary sends out Arcanine and Nido King and uses its psychic and defeats them. And then market meet with their boss and he tells them because they end up getting togepi from a series of random whimsical events and they give it to giovanni and giovanni's like what does it do and they don't know how to explain that so then giovanni gets a phone call about an incident so it's a good episode it's a good episode just reading the plot i'll have to watch the gym battles that we've not got up to it's one thing that we should say pokemon is so much longer than digimon and so much less happens in it it's because of all the filler. I can't believe in the next nine episodes, he's going to get two badges. First seven episodes, he got two. I mean, he got two of those in the space of three episodes. It just seems to like going, here's lots of important stuff. Here's lots of filler. Here's some important stuff. Here's lots of filler. It's annoying because so little progress happens in massive spans of episodes. Yeah, so those would have been the last two gym leaders that he fights. And also uh, Blaine, the fire one, which he fights on a volcano against a magmar. And he uses Charizard. But, you know, we don't get to see those things. Instead, they want us to look at the Beauty Center Secret or whatever it's called. Breeding Center Secret. That's the one.
Was there anything that surprised you in these in this season? I've seen Digimon before, so nothing really surprised me. Unless you maybe count, I didn't realise how bad Matt was before. Watching it again and seeing just how bad Matt is, that was a revelation. He only really got good in the last five episodes of the series. Up to that point, I only really liked his harmonica playing. What about with Pokemon? In Pokemon, it surprised me how little we see of Ko doing anything. There's hardly ever any episodes focused around them. We had maybe two Brock episodes after we actually had Brock tag along. We've had more Misty episodes, but Brock episodes have been few and very far between. I didn't realise just how inconsequential Ash is to the plot. Comparing the two, in Digimon, the plot happens to the kids and they've got to fight it. In Pokemon, the plot happens around Ash and he's just there to see it happen. And more often than not, Team Rocket appear and they manage to fix the problem. Yeah, Ash isn't really that active in things a lot of the time. He's just a wandering traveller running into situations, occasionally helping out. But most of the time he doesn't do much. Quite often it's just Team Rocket or Misty or Brock that actually do things. Well, not even Brock, just Misty and Team Rocket. Ash is a bad character. He hasn't got the depth. I mean, if you look at every single member of the Digidestined, they've had more character development than Ash has had. Ash hasn't changed since the first episode. Name some facts you know about Ash. From knowing him at the start, what have we learnt about Ash? What have we learnt? He likes Pokemon. Apart from that. He likes his hat. I think that's the like the only thing we've really learnt from him is the fact that he entered a competition like a thousand times to win that hat. We know nothing else about his life before this journey. I'm struggling to think of anything else about Ash. He's just an empty shell full of jokes and mediocre Pokemon battle strategies. Cool. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we talk about looking forward? We've got the spreadsheet. Do you want to do like that as the, the next segment, which will be Stevie's statistics? Stevie's special spreadsheet segment. So I've got some statistics. Lots of averages and things. Yeah, in case you haven't noticed, Stevie likes stats and graphs and things. I like numbers. Numbers are cool. So on average, our Mono Mono was 5 minutes and 8 seconds long. That's an okay length for just comparing episodes, I guess. I feel like it should have been longer, but there isn't that much in common between episodes. But I suppose when we have bad episodes. Yeah, when we have bad episodes, it's easier to just go, this one was better. The longest mono in mono we had was between Pokemon Shipwreck and the arrival of Skull Greymon, which is the episode where I argued that Digimon was better because it was bad. I basically spent ages arguing that the whole point of Digimon was that he was supposed to dislike Ty throughout the whole episode as he made Greymon Dark Digivolve, and that's why Digimon was better than Pokemon. And Digimon won that week because it was bad. You do have a habit of being able to fight your case a lot more than me because sometimes I'm like, uh You do just give in quite easily. I think it's because, like, if I'm tired or something, I just I tend to just like be like, yeah, you could you can win this one. Yeah, that happens quite often. Or I just get the final call because you're like, eh, it doesn't matter. Which it honestly doesn't. People have the favourites anyway. We just have a number at the end. So yeah, that was an interesting Mano Mano discussion. That was episode 16, I believe. If anyone wants to go back and listen to any of these episodes. Uh, our shortest Mano Mano was between Island of the Giant Pokemon and the Crest of Sincerity, where Pokemon won. And that's probably just because I loved Island of the Giant Pokemon. 
that was 1 minute and 42 seconds long. I didn't say how long the other one was. Our longest one was 14 minutes and 16 seconds. Didn't get into insane lengths of discussion for Mano A Mano. But considering our average is 5 minutes, that's almost 10 minutes above average. It tends to be whenever we're having a discussion and we pick up like a topic within the, the, the Mono we're Mono to talk about. The only other ones that are even over 10 minutes were Pikachu's Goodbye and Wizard One's Gift, which are both two pretty significant episodes. There was The Ghost of Maiden's Peak and The Earthquake of Metal Greymon, which I have no idea how because Ghost of Maiden's Peak was a filler episode. <laughs> and then there was between Attack of the Prehistoric Pokemon and Trash Day, which probably was because Digimon was really bad, but Pokemon was also filler. So we probably spent ages arguing about which one was better. I think I tried to fight you on you giving Digimon the point. Probably because you hated Matt so much, but I was still just like, but it's still better than Pokemon. Because <laughs> I hated that Charmeleon evolved in that episode for no reason. Both of those episodes are things that happened for no reason. But moving on, should we talk about Poke discussion next? I'm going to go from third to first. These are the longest Pokemon episode discussions we had. Third was Pikachu's Goodbye, which we discussed for 23 minutes and 46 seconds. Second was Bye Bye Butterfree, which we discussed for 26 minutes and 28 seconds. And the episode of Pokemon that we discussed for longest was Holy Matrimony, which we discussed for almost 28 minutes. Is that the James episode? Like, the best episode? The episode that we spoke about most was the filler episode about James. That's good, though, because James is, like, the best. How did we discuss that for more than Bye Bye Butterfree? Because there was more of a plot to it than Bye Bye Butterfree, which was there's some Butterfree... Bye. At least with Holy Matrimony, we get backstory to James and we get lots of different things happening. Like we've got Team Rocket manipulating him physically. James's family are manipulating him emotionally. And then Ash and everybody are just there. That's really interesting that a filler episode got the most discussion. Well, even though it is filler, there was just a lot to talk, to talk about and discuss. It was definitely one of the most enjoyable episodes we had throughout the whole series. Fourth place, though, was The Case of the Canine Caper, which I have no idea how we how that even got up there. No idea. What was the shortest? The one that we discussed for the shortest amount of time was Here Comes the Squirtle Squad, which we spoke about for about nine minutes. Second was Mystery at the Lighthouse, and third was Challenge of the Samurai. All of those are filler episodes. And then there's Showdown in Pewter City. So this was earlier episodes seemed to be, in general, shorter. I think it's because we were still finding our feet. There's eight episodes at the bottom that are all in the first 13 we recorded. So yeah, that was Pokey Scushion, which was on average 16 minutes and 5 seconds long, which seems like a good length. But now going on to Digiscussion. Okay, our top three going up. The episode in third place that we discussed longest was The Fate of Two Worlds, which we discussed for 25 minutes and 23 seconds. Then it was Trash Day, which we discussed for 25 minutes and 32 seconds. And then the episode of Digimon that we discussed for the longest amount of time was Ogamon's Honor, which we spoke about for 27 minutes and 44 seconds. That's the one where Puppetmon dies, I believe, and Leomon dies, but I still don't know how we spoke about that for 27 minutes. We definitely picked some weird ones to have in-depth discussions about. Yeah. Fourth place was Wisdomon's Gift, though, which seems fair enough. The end of an arc. But Ogamon's Honor, just the episode where Puppetmon dies, I can't remember that much happening in it. There was a lot of back and forth between two different things going on, if I remember right. So that's probably where that came from. It was in the arc where people were having their own moments, so you'd get the gang doing one big thing and then somebody else. That might have been the one when Metal Etamon dies, actually. So we probably had lots of fun making jokes about Metal Etamon and Joe and Mimi and everything. 
Let's go down to the bottom three. All three of the bottom three are from the first arc of episodes. And in third place is Garuruman, which was 10 minutes. Then it's Togawane Toy Town, which was slightly less than Garuruman, but still 10 minutes. Then there's Ikakumon's Harpoon Torpedo, which we discussed for 9 minutes and 34 seconds. So a lot of our shorter discussions are near the start of the series, which makes sense, because looking at my graph, there's a gradient going up as our discussions got longer and longer throughout the series. And our average did discussion was 15 minutes and 54 seconds, which means that on average we spoke about Pokemon for 9 seconds more than we spoke about Digimon. No, 11 seconds, sorry. So do you want to talk about Digimon for 11 seconds, just to, to balance it out a little bit? But if we talk about exclusively Digimon for 10 minutes and 8 seconds, then it should be roughly equal if you don't inc- include this episode. Pokemon got 10 minutes more discussion. That's not fair. Team Rocket. Team Rocket, Team Rocket, Team Rocket. And the biggest difference, I have like measurements of the differences in discussion lengths. We can see which episodes were significantly better than others. So, the episode where we spoke about Pokemon for the most more than we spoke about Digimon. We spoke about Case of the Canine Caper for 12 minutes more than we spoke about Joe's Battle. Oh, wow. Pokemon won! How? Wait, no, Joe's Battle is the episode before Matt's depression thing, isn't it? That's why. It's just the one where Joe's confused and it's like, do I want to be a doctor? And then he didn't. I don't know. But Case of the Canine Caper. How did we speak about that for 12 minutes more? I mean, we got very angry at Ash, didn't we? In that one. It was mostly you ranting and me going, no, but it was fun. Because it was fun. And I like Growlithe. And they had the bus. They had the Growlithe bus, which was the best thing. So that that was the longest difference between Pokemon and Digimon. Now, the one where we spoke about Digimon more than Pokemon most, <laughs> I don't know how to phrase that, was Trash Day against Attack of the Prehistoric Pokemon, where we spoke about Trash Day for 11 minutes and 46 seconds more. I noticed that both of these are episodes we didn't like, so it seems that we are fueled by hate. <laughs> Apparently so. The other biggest differences between Ultimate Clash and A Chansey Operation, what even happened in A Chansey Operation, <laughs> is the one with the Doctor. That's what it is. We spoke about Holy Matrimony a whole lot more than Etamon's comeback tour as well, which isn't surprising since Holy Matrimony was the longest poke discussion. Oh no, here's here's something that I've just noticed. We spoke about Bye Bye Butterfree for almost seven minutes more than we spoke about Home Away From Home, which suggests that I love Butterfree more than you love Home Away From Home. Okay, that's fine. That's important. That's you loving a thing more than me loving an episode of a thing. So I love Butterfree more than you love your favourite episode of Digimon. Pikachu's good and Wizardmon's gift were pretty close in discussion. That's because that, that was the unedited one, wasn't it? That is the one that we didn't edit. Well done. You remembered it better than I did. It was an hour and a half long. That was our longest episode. You'd get that every week if we didn't edit things. I mean, at the moment, this one's at... I've just gone out and a half, yeah. I'll just say that our shortest episode, then, was episode 6, which was 30 minutes and 55 seconds long. And that was about Clefairy and the Moonstone and Togemon in Toy Town. Which were both pretty bad episodes, yeah. Yeah, they were bad episodes. So, have you got any more stats? I think that's like the main ones. Cool. Is there anywhere that people can see this? I can share them on a Dropbox or something. If anyone does want to just look at a sea of numbers. If you put it in the show notes, then like link, link it. People can go and look at all these interesting little facts. This is a massive spreadsheet. I don't know what file type I'd have to save it as for everyone to be able to see it. They're all... Listed in the show notes anyway, all of these show times and things. It's just this way you have all of them and you can sort. Wait, last stat. On average, our episodes were 46 minutes long. Cool. That's, that's good. That's good. Considering we're aiming for an hour per episode. 
<laughs> like under an hour. 45 minutes is quite a good amount of time. I didn't realise we were aiming for an hour. I thought we were aiming for 45 minutes. Well, the plan's for under an hour, but 45 minutes is a sizable chunk. Wait, last thing. Actual last thing. All of our segments on average got longer throughout the series, except for Mano A Mano, which just stays like flat the entire time. So yeah, that's the last thing. That was my spreadsheet special segment, Stevie's. How ready are you for season two? I am very ready. Why? Because I want to watch Zero Two again because I think it'll be hilarious for us to tear it apart. And I'm also hoping that Pokemon isn't 99% filler. I want things to happen in Pokemon again. It's going to be interesting because I, I have a lot of nostalgia for season one of Pokemon. I remember watching it a lot. But season two, like Johto and stuff, I didn't really watch that much of. This is why I start to fall out a little bit because I watched most of season one. But season one of Pokemon is a lot of episodes. I just realised... I forgot to ask the most important question on Twitter. Which theme tune did you prefer this season? Pokemon, because it's more. Yeah, Pokemon's theme song is a lot better. I'm going to miss that in season two. Well, we get a new one. Yeah, but I can't sing along to that one. Unless I listen to it on loop 12 times. So, I'm a bit apprehensive towards O2. Because I remember having problems with it. Like, I'm not I'm not a massive fan of how it's written. I used a good metaphor the other day on Slack. That O2 is like the tapas of Digimon Seasons. What's a tapas? Tapas is my way of eating food. I think it's Spanish. Where you get essentially finger food. So you get lots of little bits of food. So you'll go and get like different small portions of little bits of like olives and, and feta and, and salad and stuff. And you just essentially stick it together onto your plate and that's what you eat. So it's like that. Like you get lots of little different bits of stuff. So we get like digressing and, and digi eggs and different arcs and bits of weirdness. And they, they don't really stick to one thing and it all changes so much. I'm excited for it though. I'm kind of excited. Actually, yeah, questions. Like who are you most excited to watch? Davis. Why? Because he's going to be hilariously bad. As bad as Ash, or...? That's what we're going to be comparing every Mano a Mano, which is what I'm really excited for. Because that will be a question, just who was who was the worst this episode, Ash or Davis? Okay, I'm up for that. I'm excited to see what Cody does, because I really dislike Cody for reasons of him being poorly written and him having weird moods. Everybody has mood swings in O2, like they're okay, and then suddenly someone's upset with something for no reason. I'm also looking forward to seeing how many Pokemon Ash catches, then how many he releases, and seeing how it compares to Season 1. I'm also looking forward to Shiny Pokemon, because this is the generation where Shiny Pokemon get involved. I wonder if I'll actually see any of those, though. And there's also Dark and Steel types which get introduced. Yeah, but that won't change much in the episodes themselves, I bet. I'm also looking forward to seeing what Pokemon Ash catches, because I can't remember all of them. I wonder which ones he'll actually keep using, though, as well, because that'll be interesting. But before that, we're going to have to do our talk through every single plot synopsis of Pokemon to fast forward episode. That's next episode, isn't it? Yep, that's what we're doing next time. Cool, which I think I think now's a good stopping point, because my battery's at uh, 6%. Let's go on to the outro. Join us again next time where we're going to be doing a flash forward of all the remaining Pokemon episodes and discussing any important plot points and how we feel about it and essentially just getting Pokemon up to speed so we don't leave half a season undiscussed before we start Johto and O2. We're going to be reading a Wikipedia article and then talking about the important stuff in more detail. I hope you're ready for just a discussion about Wikipedia pages. As always, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Stitcher. We also like getting reviews and comments. Or you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Wisdom Will, and you can email us. Which are all in the show notes. All in the show notes. Have a good day, week, month. Have a summery day. Have a good time.
and listen to the Pokemon theme and go back and listen to our April Fool's episode if you missed it somehow because it was amazing and I suffered. Yeah, I didn't know Stevie did that until the actual episode came out. But yeah, we did an April Fool's episode where we talk about Yokai Watch and then Stevie listened to Hey Digimon, that's the one. I listened to Hey Digimon 12 times. Because we had to fill out the episode so it didn't look like it was an obviously short episode. Oh, it was fun. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the future. Yeah. We've got some specials coming up, so look forward to those. We've got movies and stuff and maybe special guests. Oh god, the movies. The movies are going to be an editing nightmare. Oh yes. Bye! Bye! Recording from the right thing. Cool. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Cool. We did it. We did that it. That seemed like a good summary special. We can stop right there. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> that was all of our ratings for every episode. <sighs> all of them were either one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, or ten. I think you'll find that either or. It was okay. It was good. It was meh. It was bad. It was great. It's the best episode we've had. It's the worst episode we've had. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great special if it's just me? I've recorded the name of every episode and then cut and pasted a rating. <laughs> no. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> That'd be so boring. Uh, yeah, it would. Anyway. <sighs> I haven't come up with an intro. Um... Okay, can I go and grab like a sandwich or something quickly? Because I'm so hungry. Yeah, go ahead. Cool, I'll go grab something to eat. If you get your stats ready, you can talk at me whilst I eat food. I'll be back in a <laughs> sec. Now just going through my spreadsheet. I'm back. What's rumbling? Oh, that was that was me getting on the bed. I know why I'm hungry as well. My partner's made some roast chicken, and that's what I could smell. Ah, I for see. no reason other than we had some chicken left to cook. So I'm now going to sit here and destroy some chicken <laughs> breast whilst we talk. Cool. On a random tangent, I'm not weird, but I had a dream the other day, and I, I forgot to tell you where it was a Digimon dream. But you had a Patamon and the Dark Patamon. Oh, uh, Sukemon. Yeah. I think We it were is. fighting the Dark Masters, and you had those two, and they became Angemon and Devimon, and then Angewomon and Lady Devimon, and then they became Mastermon. Mm. It was pretty cool. It was a cool but dream. Can Angemon actually digivolve into Angewomon? Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure about that.
I'm sure I'm going to have to check that now. Because that's a complete gender switch. I mean, Andromon normally digivolves from a cat. Uh, Andromon. Is Andromon just transgender Andromon? Digimon don't have gender. Clavis <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andromon. What the hell's Clavis Andromon? I've not heard of that before. I've heard of Guardi Andromon, which is like the one with tons of swords, which is really cool. Isn't that one Slash Andromon? Oh, Clavis Andromon's like got a keyblade. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's called different things in different regions. I think it was called Guardi Andromon in Digimon World 2003. Check out Clavis Andromon. It's pretty cool. Clavis. It's got a giant like sword that's a key. Yeah, Andromon can evolve into Andrew Woman. Oh, that is interesting. <laughs> What, Clavis Andromon? Yeah, that and also Andromon digivolving into female Andromon. I mean, that'd be a pretty cool duo to have, like uh, a Patamon, a Sukaimon, and then they can become like um, Andromon and Devimon, and then get stronger and become Andromon and uh, Lady Devimon. Just completely become... change genders. And then they can jogress to, to Mastermon, or they can evolve into their final forms, which would be... I have no idea what their megas would be if they didn't jogress. Let me find this out, because I need to know uh, these things. Well, Andromon becomes... Either Ophanimon or Magnodramon. Yeah. And Lady Devimon would become Piedmon, I think. Or it might be like, not Skull Satamon. What else? Is it Creepymon, maybe? Let me find I out. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to remember what Lady Devimon can become. It could become Beelzemon. Mm. Lilithmon. Yep. Um, Ophanimon Fall Download? No. It could become Ophanimon, though, so I'm guessing it could become Ophanimon Fall Download. It's where Ophanimon trips over gets really angry <laughs> um yeah that's a cool line to have and that's a random tangent but there we go my, that my was brain a random tangent let's get back on to like, favorite episodes mastermon is awesome it's a mm. cyborg like cyberpunk angel demon that can open portals to different dimensions yep so yeah that's using cool. the power of love or something <laughs> the power of love that falls from above Cool, back to whatever we were talking about. 